perfect opening <laughs> credits, Mark. Uh, welcome to another episode of the Earbuds. Uh, what's going on, Mark? You seem to be doing well, cracking open that, that first Yeah, I beer. thought I could sneak it in before the recording started. But, um, I th- did we miss November entirely? No, we no. recorded right before Thanksgiving, I think. Oh, okay. Like a so, week before. We're, we're on a good monthly basis. Yeah. Um, we I, took, well, we I took think a hiatus. We were on a good, like... Last, last time you guaranteed a... <laughs> recording the next week. Did I? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Well, um, that seems like me because what you yeah, I'm bad at following yeah. directions. Anyways, <laughs> we're back. Drop the intro music. <laughs> John Wick in us, or like, I don't know. Do they do that in other podcasts that have like? No, I, I don't. Th- I don't think recording episodes for other podcasts is as big of a deal for them. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. Two weeks uh, ago. Well, before you continue listening, go rate us on iTunes. Give us a little, uh, you know, review. I think we have two, Mark. Oh, really? Yeah, we have a couple reviews. So go and rate us and subscribe. Uh, follow us on Twitter. Um, at Earbuds Cast and on Spotify at the Earbuds, all one word. We'll uh, enlightening moment here on the pod. I think you can put the link in the description of the iTunes. Oh, I'll try useful. to do that. Yeah, let's try to do that after this. So we're if, growing. Yeah, if you if you can't click it, it's because we couldn't figure it out. <laughs> but we'll certainly try. It's uh, like the the Stephen A. tweet. Take a look, y'all. He's <laughs> <laughs> like file directory address. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what we're doing here. Um, all right, man. What are we? What are we going to talk about today? Um, I think we're going to talk about these recent Grammy noms, and then we're going to dive into our. Uh, we're calling it favorite fifty song playlists. Yeah. So we each um, made a playlist of that, and it'll be fun. Lots of discussion. No, no uh, new music we're talking about, but fun discussion. A lot of hot takes coming up. A lot of takes. Um, well, let's start with these Grammy nominations. Now that we've been doing this pod for like eight months, I think we can say that we're experts. So what we say will win, uh, you know, yeah. put, your, put your bingo card well, I, on us. I got a Grammy ballot, so. Oh. Yeah, it came in the mail the other day. <laughs> yeah, wow. Do you get a plus one to like the actual Grammys? Uh, I didn't get an invite. Oh, they just want my input. Uh, yeah, they don't. Dude, like, <laughs> you voted I'm not, two, I'm not two a, chains for every. I'm not a category. TV face. <laughs> yeah, you can. <laughs> okay, I'm not gonna dive into that currently. Um, let's talk about the Grammy nominations. Um, first off, I'm super confused on the eligibility period and like, I don't know, man. I feel like. Every time the Grammy noms come out, there's always an album or two that I just remember listening to what feels like two years ago, Yeah, which is what happened with uh, Awaken My Love by Childish Gambino, which is up for album of the year, that came out a year ago yesterday. So like, I don't know. Is yeah, I think I started, like the first time I noticed that um, was when Dark, Tw- not even when the nominations came out, but like Dark Twisted Fantasy 
won some Grammys. And so that was in um, like almost two different calendar years, I think, from the album release because it came out at the very beginning of the eligibility window, then the next year, and then like the Grammys were the February of that next year then. Oh, wow. And it was just very strange. but So that's kind of when I noticed. And I mean, Did I guess it? it's just I, it would be hard for them to change it at this point, I think. Yeah, that's fair. Because it's just kind of a rolling window now. And I, it's definitely can be off-putting, but whatever. I feel like it, I don't know. I, no, I feel it, so. Cool if it was I think, a more regular app. I well, I think doing that, announcing it in December or late November, and then waiting until February, which is then like a separate calendar year, really exacerbates it. Yeah, like if it's they not did it in necessarily December, the, the time length isn't bad, it's just the, the, the flipping of happens. the, yeah. Like if they did the award show in a few weeks, yeah. It'd be like, oh yeah, I remember who was nominated yeah. for. Field number 71, best jazz performance. Exactly. Um, let's, let's kick it off. Let's talk about, um, do you want to talk about record of the year first? Or do you want to talk about um, just like the general view? Yeah, of the I don't, do that? yeah. I'm not, I didn't actually get a ballot, so I haven't thought about who I'm going to vote for. <laughs> let's do voting now. <laughs> we'll go through all 50-some categories. Stay bear, with us. Bear with us. If it's a three-hour pod, it's yeah. worth it. Please sponsor us. <laughs> um, so I think, you know, all the all the Grammy takes start, start off, snart off with stubs, start off with snubs. What? <laughs> flipping, flipping words. Was so, that intentional? Yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I started to do it unintentionally, and then I was like, ah, let's finish it up. Yeah, so I think the biggest snub um, is Tribe. Yes. And yes. I don't even think it's close. Which is it's especially wild because they performed at last year's Grammys. Yeah. And then, you know, they're eligibility rules so they're eligible for this year's and they don't even get a single nomination like q-tip took to instagram and i generally i I don't love like celebrity or artists rants on yeah anytime they're that long but this was validated i think yeah it's like it's just so bizarre because this is very obviously critically acclaimed it's and, an instant classic. Yeah, and it's just like the whole. I mean, like Fife Dog passing away. They do their last tour without him. Like yeah, perform on the Grammys. Yeah, like it seems like an easy win to like give them a nod. Like even if they weren't gonna vote for them, you know, right? Like, fine, but like, ah man, it really bothers me. Is there like a? Do you know if there's a set number of? Uh like nominations they're allowed to give, or is it like? I don't. I think there is. I think okay, there is. It's like I the think it's Oscars. Five. Yeah, the Oscars. A, the Oscars recently they, changed yeah, it. Recently to, changed yeah, it to so they could fit more black people in. Yeah, diversity. <laughs> yeah, four, Oscars yeah. so white. Um, Which is too bad. They should just do that anyway. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, <laughs> let's open up yeah. the category. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> white donors. We, will we be need bad. our whites. <laughs> white donors. <laughs> <laughs> But, they don't um, care about their constituents either. Yeah, so the best rap, the best rap albums for the Grammys are um, 
the nominees are 444, Jay-Z, Damn, Kendrick Lamar, Culture, Migos, Layla's Wisdom, Rhapsody, which is a surprise to me, Flower Boy by I Tyler. Love, I would love to talk about that. So first, quick pat on the back for the five of the best rap albums we're talking about. Yeah, here we would have talked about Culture had we been podcasting Which, at yeah, the time. Which, yeah, again, I kind of forgot that that came out this year. Because yeah. it came out in like early February, but... Yeah, so not here nor there. So it's easy to complain about snubs, but it's a little harder than to choose from a category like what should have been dropped out. I think in this situation, I really liked the album, but I think you easily bumped down Layla's Wisdom. And I think you easily bumped down Culture. Yeah. I think those you could, two. Yeah. I think you easily could have put um, a Tribe Called Quest in either of those slots uh-huh. to satisfy. The general rap community, yes. hip hop community, them specifically, Q-Tip, uh, yeah, because like I mean, culture is dope, but like that it none it's, of it, is, it doesn't strike me as like prestigious. Well, yeah, none of it's more than like party bangers. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. Like, but boy, yes, do they do the party bangers. Yes, well. they have like tra- like their trajectory over the last year has become like oh, I remember listening to Fight Night like ironically as like a party song yeah. to like holy shit they're headlining Lollapalooza you know which is you know cool good for them I just don't think this album is the best and Layla's Wisdom it's kind of the same vein it's really good I just don't know if it's best rap album but like whatever like good, yeah, good nomination it's kind of hard to put a ton of stock into what the Grammys are saying in 2017 and extends past or beyond that um, into the past but especially the rap category there's it's a weird mix of like oh this album got critical acclaim but this album sold really well too and oh Drake dropped out so we can't slot him in yeah that's something <laughs> worth noting is like I feel like they're still figuring out the streaming yeah aspect like they're trying to figure out like uh, the critic acclaim versus the public success versus yeah. streaming versus albums sold and like and I don't and also the like artist backlash I, I don't want to say artist backlash but like Drake didn't submit More Life and More Life wasn't I don't even think a top 10 project of the year but well, like, they don't have a they don't have a best playlist category <laughs> okay they do, they do, they do not. That's not what yet. he marketed it not as. Not yet. But, like, okay, he didn't submit it, but probably four of those songs are, like, the most streamed songs of the year. Oh, most like, definitely. Passion Fruit might be, yeah. like, a top five song of the year. Yeah. But I think they're still dealing with that, too. Well, I, I could be wrong, but, well, they don't have an easily accessible, like, oh, how... Like, how did they choose these, or how did why did they vote on these? They don't have, like, a very visible criteria for that. They have, like, very literal definitions of this needs vocal instruments, blah, 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 vocal performances and instruments to be slotted into this category. But it's not really clear how they choose winners or anything. Yeah, I would love to know how they Just give some in. methodology. Like, okay, so for instance... People, we're going to be transparent about how we yeah, came up with our list. Absolutely. We're an open book here. Well, that's like similarly with uh, like B- 
baseball writers and they vote in people into the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no real, uh, like, criteria. It's like right. a person voting and yeah. then they just, like, tell you who they voted for. But, like, yeah, I do. I, I like when, like, a lot of people will tweet, tweet out. out why. Yeah, yeah. like, hey, like, yeah. they do a thread on Twitter, like, hey, this is why I voted yeah. for these players. Very blah, important blah. thread. Which, yeah, the important <laughs> thread. Which is, like, kind of cool. Like, I wish that that would happen with this because, for instance, yeah, like, best rap album, the criteria is. For albums containing at least fifty-one percent playing time of new rap recordings, like <laughs> so, half the album has to be considered rap. Like I don't. What does yeah. it even mean? Like what? Yeah, which so I think this kind of tails into. Um, I was sort of thinking about how, given the Drake stuff and then, the Q-tip response to not being nominated is very different. I would say, mm-hmm. and I think. Um, it seems like the younger rap artists, not that Drake is super new or anything, but they grew up basically with the Grammys disrespecting rap music and hip-hop, and Q-Tip is a little older, and he kind of was on the forefront of hip-hop going up, and so the Grammys not even, like didn't even bother, but were still seen as prestigious. Yeah. So I think that's why you get kind of like Drake doesn't care about it. Like Tyler's response was like, "Oh, cool beans." Like yeah, the, oh, cool. the the age gap is really interesting. Like yeah. LP, so uh, Run the Jewels got nominated for Chase Me. Um, LP was it seemed pretty humbled about it, and he was pretty mad when they didn't get nominated last year. Well, they should have. Yeah, and they should have been nominated for two. Well, I think last year would have would have been, been for two. two. Okay. Yeah. Which is if you can do that math. If, if you like look up the biggest snubs or like yeah. worst rap albums to be nominated, you usually end up with yeah, Run the Jewels two should have been nominated. Yeah. Um, well, I mean that's interesting though you bring that up because like historically, the Grammys have not um, like given due credit to hip hop, right? Yeah, they're but doing now, a better job they, now. Well, I think they have to. It's like the most streamed. Yeah genre yeah. of music in the world so like you see now two of the albums up for album of the year are you know like very they're very mm-hmm. good they're very rap jay-z and kendrick and even childish gambino who's up for album of the year has historically been hip-hop and like yeah. this is this is not a hip-hop album but like it's a funkadelic cover album yeah um but i don't know it's it's cool to see them kind of like trying a little bit harder, yeah I i i'm not like taking any stance for or against the Grammys. There's no I'm just saying, more on here, yeah, like beating Kendrick. There's no. It's M- very interesting how, like, because then you get also the Vince Staples stuff where, it, in classic Vince fashion, you're kind of unsure if he's actually mad or not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or if he if really he like, cared, I'm, or yeah, he was just he, like messing with that. Yeah. If you if you don't, you should definitely follow Vince Staples on Twitter. Yeah. He went on a rant a couple, yeah, like when this all came out, that was like, I'm in Britain and I'm bored. <laughs> like he was doing a tour. Yeah, day, yeah. Like trashing people. Because he, he had tweeted earlier about how Big Fish should win Best Electronic Album, which I think that has, yeah, um, like merit to that claim. No nominations. And then people started tweeting at him either like, kind of teasing him or like oh Vince should have got this and he gave his like oh I don't really care but 
I think that's a front. Yeah, no, it's it's always hard to tell with him. Yeah, it is. Um, I mean, that's also not to like that he would have ended up being a best electronic album, but like that category is weird because it's always grouped in dance, so it's like dance and electronic, which yeah. I think are very different. Exactly. So it's then like, that, that, that Oscars, goes. Yeah. They give you best musical or comedy. That it's goes like, back to like, like the criteria good. of like what are we. What are we trying to yeah, like, why are like, those groups? crown here? Like a dance yeah. album and an electronic album are different. Sometimes yeah. they're the same, but like at its most basic, like fundamental, like what you're listening for is definitely different. Yeah, so that was tough to see Vince not get a nod. Because I think some of his singles could have been... For, so um, we finally solved the, feature. The, the, the record of the year versus song of the year. Mm-hmm. Record of the year is more slanted, from my understanding, is more slanted towards the production and mixing and engineers, which is, I think, one of the few shout-outs they get in the Grammys. And then Song of the Year is slanted more towards writing. Um, you would think one of the songs from Big Fish Theory, like Bag Back maybe. Bag Back's great. Would have been cool. Because there's so, they're such cool production on that album. Yeah, and the other thing that's like weird to me about that is you have record of the year, song of the year, and then within each genre, there's like best performance, which is not about the best live performance. It's just like about a single song. Yeah. It's like what? what that, is that? Yeah, that's I've never understood. You know what I mean? Like I don't understand like what best performance is. So it's, if you know, hop into our mentions yeah. at earbuds. To cast. me, it's just a way for big songs to get multiple. Yeah, wins. totally fair. Um, I'm, su- I'm surprised that didn't get more production uh, nods because it is like a very unique yeah. sounding album. Especially like if Yeah Right, yeah, Kenny would have gotten like something because it's like a that's a weird song. And I don't, I cannot imagine the Grammys. No, but nom- in, nom- category, yeah, no, not nominating something that's like has an intentionally blown out sound. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Um, That's fair. Well, I don't okay, know. So let's, let's it's sick and record. Well, go ahead. Yeah, I was just gonna say it's just kind of hard to like. I don't get worked up about these nominations. Um, I don't put a whole lot of stock into like the winners and nominations. It's cool um, to see artists I like get excited about it when they do get nominated and win. Um, but I also also at the same time I I watch most of the time just for the performances are cool. Yeah, so, performances are great. Yeah. Like, like I'll never I'm not like yeah I'm not huge on the Grammys but I definitely watch because it's fun. The performances are awesome. The Imagine Dragons Kendrick Lamar yeah. duo like what's that three years four years ago was yeah. insane. That was cool. That was great. And then Tribe last year was cool. Uh, but yeah, like so, what's your take on this versus like the Oscars? Like, do you put a lot of stock into like movie awards? I. Because, okay, I, you get more I, I worked do. up about that. Like, you, when you I, see someone win over I someone do. else, you're like, what the shit? Like, that was definitely better. I actually do. And I think I think that kind of stems from, uh, for me at least, with the streaming and stuff, I can listen to so many albums yeah. a year. But um, with movies, it's sort of limited on that to, like, I've seen, you know, maybe, like, ten movies a year if I go a, a lot for me. Shout out Movie Pass. Shout out Movie we're, Pass. We're gonna get there. Um, but so that's I don't know. It seems like there's more weight there, and I'm also not. 
I don't consider myself like a movie. I, I don't consider myself a music expert, but like my movie critiques, I think are far below what I can talk about with music. That's fair. Um, let's let's stick with record of the year first, um, and maybe like let's just run through this category because th- okay, so this category is production engineers and artists. Like it's kind of a holistic. Yeah. Best best song record of the year I don't know um, well what's the overlap like between record and song of the year so record and song of the year there's one two uh, I think there's only two really yeah which is surprising so let's run let's do this so record of the year you have Redbone by Childish Gambino Despacito Daddy Yankee Story of OJ by Jay-Z Humble by Kendrick, and then 24 Karat Magic, 24K Magic by Bruno. 24,000 Magic. Yeah, but he says 24... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm not woke enough for this right now, Mark. It's early Saturday. It's woke enough for sarcasm. So that's the alpha or record of the year. For song of the year, you have Despacito 444, uh, issue by, or issues by Julia Michaels, uh, that's what I like by Bruno, and then one eight hundred two seven three eighty two fifty five by Logic. So it's interesting to me that um, record of the year twenty four K Magic by Bruno is up, but then song of the year that's what I like. So like, I don't know. You're just trying to give Bruno as many fucking nods as yeah. possible. Like I don't get that. I, and same with Jay Z. So record of the year story of OJ, but the best song of the year is four four four. Like. If the whole, I mean, I get song of the years about songwriting credits. So. Yeah, but wouldn't the story of OJ like I get what four forty four is doing, but I think the story of OJ is a more it's a real socially story. relevant. Yeah, I agree. It's super weird. I don't understand. Like four forty four is a well written song, and but it's more kind of gossipy. I and guess. And it's weird to me that there's no Kendrick Lamar song of the year. Because if you're talking about songwriting, yeah, that whole album is absurd. It's yeah, top to bottom, every song is a story. I yeah, I, I mean, like I, issue, don't, I don't I don't speak the Julia, language, uh, but Despacito is there. I would guess that there's not some heavy lyrical themes behind that. No, it, the song is about wanting to bang slowly. Yeah. Like that, come on, give me a break. Song of the year. Like, like I, I get that the Logic song is not yeah. surprising. Like, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I'm cool with that. But Which, if you have not actually listened to the lyrics, uh, I'm going to throw my girlfriend under the bus right now. Uh, Mark, we uh, were dro- Kit and I were driving back. Ooh, dropping names here. Kit and I were driving back uh, from Thanksgiving back to Chicago, and that song came on in the car. And she's like, oh my god, I love this song, Turn It Up. I was like, you know this is about suicide, right? And she was like, no, it's not. I was like, listen to the lyrics. The phone number is like a suicide prevention hotline. Oh, and man. then that she, I think I ruined the song for her forever. But like that being said, I do like the message. Like I think yeah, that's cool. It's a good message to get out there. <laughs> but yeah, dude, I was dying. I was trying to drive and I was like, come on. <laughs> Shout out, Kit. <laughs> Okay, what else do you want to talk about? Um, I don't know. I think that kind of exhausts my Who do you think is going to win record of the year? Because uh, I'll say mine right now. 
I think it'll be humble by country. Dude, I I can see it going to the story of OJ. Yeah, that's fine. I just think that the record scratch to open up. Humble, yeah, no, that like and again. It should be the whole. It, no, it again goes back to like how are they? Because I like the story of OJ is a really good song, but I also I don't that production doesn't really. Uh, I guess there's some cool like vocal scratches and stuff. I don't know. I hope it goes to humble. Um, let's do song of the year then album of the year. So do you have any takes on song of the year, or do you just want to kind of zoom past that because we just kind of touched on it? Uh, like I honestly don't really like any of the songs that are up yeah, for song of the year. I think something else from. 444 and probably something from Humble or Damn should have been in there. Yeah, I agree. But it's weird to me also that um, there's no Childish Gambino song on here. And I get that, like, that album is not really like songwriting, it's yeah. a lot of uh, just like interesting production and. Uh, like dancing. Some of like the some of the later songs are cool though, where he's talking to his like son or future mama. son. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it's surprising to me that that's up for record of the year and album of the year, but there's no song that's the best written song. Yeah. Um, but I hope I honestly hope Logic wins. Do you? Because like that's what I like is a. How is that the best song? How is that the yeah. best written song do of the year? So, do you have any like left field suggestions for this category that there's just no chance they would ever put it in? Because I have one. It's, uh, it's a preview to one of the songs on my top fifty. You say it, and then it might spark something. Malcolm by G. Herbo. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, left field. I would probably put Heaven on Earth. Yeah. Then that's by the other, yeah. Vic. Shout out Chicago. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That's like very biased. <laughs> Um, but as far as like written songs, mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah, and go listen to those songs. Malcolm by G. Herbo, Herbo, and uh, G. Herbo, 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 <laughs> uh, and Vic Mensa, uh, Heaven on Earth. Yeah. Um, what was the the next one you wanted to talk about? I want to talk about album of the year. Uh, just because like. Little spoilers for, so I'm not going to say next week, but next episode we're going to give our, uh, for now we're saying top five albums of the year. And then we'll probably... And they don't have to be albums that we talked about. Yeah, we'll probably talk about... We probably about, did though because... I think Eminem's supposed to drop sometime soon, so yeah, maybe we'll talk about him. Or we'll be talking about him in our top and five. And Rockhampton. Rockhampton, uh, they're going to drop Saturation 3 on the 15th. Ooh. It'll be a fun episode. Please keep listening. Yeah, keep listening. Shout out all of our listeners. Like, it's more than, honestly, Mark and I could figure out. So, thanks. (laughs) Appreciate it. Uh, Album of the year. Uh, I mean, I'm cool with most of these, except for Bruno Mars. So, it's Awaken My Love by Childish, 444 by Jay-Z, Damn by Kendrick, Melodrama by Lord, and 24 Karat Magic by Bruno. I'm surprised by Bruno Mars, but also don't really care that much. Yeah. Uh, I think Awaken My Love should win. Really? Dude, that, yeah. Uh, or Damn. Like, I wouldn't yeah, be I was, mad if either of those won. But I was like, going to say Damn or 444, but. Okay. I really like Awaken My Love, but I, it's, I don't know. It's not, like, super original. 
which I just want him to win. That's the big knock against it, and so that's that's not an original take by me claiming that an album isn't original. But is there anything you think is missing from best like album of the year? Find out next time when we talk about our albums of the year. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. Keep them guessing. Knox Fortune, five times. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, let's do... I don't know. Do you have anything else you want to discuss about the Grammys? The only thing, other thing I was thinking about maybe touching on is Best New Artist. Because um, I think that's always kind of a... a Hot weird, button issue. It's a weird category because it's like very they, subjective. They do it based on studio releases. Which, yes, Coloring Book a, wasn't even a studio release, so now it's gotten really murky. Well, they do it based on, yeah, like, recent releases. And I saw an interview with, um, like, the head of the uh, committee for the Grammys. He was doing an interview with, I think it was Billboard, like, two weeks ago when these came out, or last week. And it, he was like, the category is about that artist's influence and, in, like, trajectory. In, <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck does that even mean? Like, yeah, I mean, so any, any a, a lot of a lot of like hip hop and R and B artists, with the nature of mixtapes and how the Grammy view Grammys view those, um, you'll get best new artist nominations for artists that you've been hearing about for a few years now. Yeah, which Chance last year, like Uzi and SZA this year, but I do think SZA out of those should win. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think she should win. I think that's my favorite. Well, not yeah. Whoa. Spoilers. Spoilers. Uh, that's your favorite new artist yeah. this year. Well, okay, so <laughs> is was Little Yachty last year? No, that was this year, but he. Um, well, no, was he nominated last year? Oh yeah, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. It's like I'm surprised that he's not on here. I know that people people love didn't love Teenage Emotion though. Yeah, but he's the king of the teens. He has a very Teens don't care about the Grammys. Oh, that's fair. Alright, I was just surprised to not see his name, but maybe he was up last year. Uh, the only other person I definitely could see winning is Khalid. Yeah. Who's, I could e- easily see him winning. Because uh, he's dope. <laughs> um, Alright, let's uh, let's move on. Unless you have anything else to say about the Grammys. Nope. We'll probably live tweet it and yeah, have talk, some fun. Talk to yeah. you in three months. We'll do a Grammy episode. Yeah. About all of our correct predictions. Oh, actually, before we move on, quick pad in our back. We have, of all of the, so we've been doing this since April. Uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. 10 things that we talked about this year are up for Grammys, which I think is kind of insane because we usually talk about like two a week. Yeah. Three a week, maybe max. So, shout out to us. Cool. After kind of sort of lightly trashing on the Grammys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. Our so, tastes are very similar. <laughs> wow, look at the Grammys. <laughs> We're right. too mainstream. Let's get into it. Let's do this. So, um, another, you know, go follow us on Spotify. Uh, it's all one word, the earbuds. Um, we have a couple of playlists up, uh, which are uh, our year-end favorite songs uh it's our top 50 favorite songs of the year yeah or, go look at those so we don't have to individually read um every song off <laughs> yeah we're gonna go song by song for yeah. the next 45 minutes uh mark you do yours first from top to bottom Speed most reading. recently added to uh, last or first oh god first added. Uh, 
Um, yeah, they're. I think we're calling them top fifty favorite songs, not necessarily best, and they're not in any order. Yeah, there's no order, yeah. and they're definitely not the best. Definitely favorites. Yes. So, do you want to? Well, let's kind of talk about how we each approached this, because I, just by a quick glance at the list, you there's some. You can definitely tell some differences. So I went. Um, I tried to limit kind of oversaturating things from certain albums. I think the most I had from individual albums was two songs a couple times. Like Kendrick I did, um, Brockhampton, uh, no. Uh, G. Erbo actually. So anytime I like really loved an album or uh, there is a album with like kind of a more introspective like lyrical song plus a complete banger in G Erbo's case that I wanted to fit on I would do bitch everything yeah there it is um, <laughs> but yeah that's so that was my kind of uh, how I approached things I did other yeah otherwise if I had not um, tried to restrain myself there would be way more damn and other albums yeah, so I kind of went the opposite route. We did have some overlap. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we did. We, I mean, we definitely had some overlap. But I went with like, here are my favorite albums, and I just like threw as many tracks as I was like, yep, this is I really like this. Yeah. Um, and I got to fifty, or fifty-four, depending on when you look at this playlist. Um, I kind of went over. Yeah. But I have a problem again with authority. So. <laughs> um, yeah, my um, I think mine's at forty-eight, and that's because Spotify doesn't have four forty-four. So add um, the story of OJ and Bam to that playlist in Bam your is, in your head. Is good. Um, I like story of OJ. I guess it's a good song. I've been bashing on Jay too. Cool. Much. I've been bashing on Jay too much. He's. Dude, he's going to be here in a couple days. Tickets are still on sale for uh, United Center, which is like kind of crazy to me that like you can still get I'm going to build my credit instead. <laughs> What's better than one yeah. millionaire? Un- unoriginal joke alert. Um, Yo, a quick shout out though. You want to know what's insane? So I was looking at Jay-Z tickets because I guess he's had a problem selling out shows. I was looking on Seeky. If anyone from Portland is listening to this... <laughs> Tickets to go see Jay-Z, like, next week are, like, $15. Damn, that's crazy. <laughs> yes! Uh, right? Vic like, Mensa's opening, yeah. too. So. And the cheapest tickets here, I looked, was $78, like, yesterday. Really? Yeah, I was like, ah, oh, let's fly to Portland. Well, that's interesting. There's, um, when it was announced that Vic was, yeah, we're gonna go off on a little tangent here. When it was announced that Vic was opening for him, there's a lot of Vic slander on hip hop heads. Really? Yeah. Why? I there's a, a lot of comparisons to like, uh, oh, the Yeezus tour Kendrick was opening. Like people didn't think he was big enough, or like people just like didn't like Vic. He's he's a surprisingly polarizing figure. I guess that's fair, though. A lot of people think he's sort of like corny and kind of a sellout and doesn't really have a direction based on that like kind of year or two where he was just putting out like weird shit with Skrillex. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think it's good for him. I hope. Oh, yeah. Good. No, I'm pumped for him. Like, yeah, that's cool. I mean, I'm hoping this next album is 
for this next project. I don't know. I'm excited no. for that because I really but, like this. Yeah, project. no. I at the same time, I don't think Vic Mensa is the reason for low ticket sales. Like, no, I don't think. So if either, people want to see Jay Z, they're gonna go see Jay Z, even if yeah. it's like some guy playing a tambourine for an opening. Yeah, he's gonna play yeah. an hour and a half of big pimpin. Like, yeah. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're going to go watch it. No, I, yeah. The, the kind of the underlying thing that is, I don't think it's Vic Mensa's fault. <laughs> no, uh, I would agree with you. Um, well, let's, what else do you yes. want to... So, yeah, let's actually get into it now. That... Yeah, like, favorite songs of the year, my man. Um, so, a lot of them, a lot of, like, my... T- well, let's talk about the overlap, I guess. Yeah, so... Uh... And then we can go in think we each have some unique choices that raise some eyebrows yeah, so let me talk about so i kind of discussed how i i kind of was a sellout i just picked my favorite albums and took a couple songs and i was like yep favorite yeah i didn't want mine to just be like a favorite album list repurposed which is into, totally fair yeah i just feel like most of the songs i listen to are from my favorite albums, so it's like hard to yeah no it's hard to do that um especially while i was going back it was especially hard going back listening to albums from like the first three four months of the year yeah like, this was oh, really shit, fun to, it was is... really fun to do but it was also tough yeah i uh, think even just like if you don't have a blog or a podcast or anything i think it's a fun exercise to just do like maybe top 25 or top 50 songs yeah. a year and make your own playlist I'm glad we stuck with 50 because i initially had said 100 and i was like i don't I, it'd be hard to do 100 songs. Oh, so then I think I would have done kind of the yeah the multiple songs for an album thin. drought. It would be a little thin. I think I could have got there. All right. Well, so, so I had five Amine tracks. Yeah. Which is that, like a third of his album. So those three that you're listing are, yeah. I'll. Okay, so I have five Amine tracks. Um, and mine are Yellow, Caroline, Spice Girl, Wedding Crashers, Heebie Jeebies. I think... That Caroline is kind of a, a, whatever. It didn't come out this year, but it was on those albums. So yeah, that's fair. Fuck it. Um, Wedding Crashers is my favorite of all of those because that song fucking rocks. And shout out to Mine for putting out an amazing show. We saw him a couple months ago. I have four Brockhampton songs, um, which I started. Okay, so this is also interesting. I didn't like saturation so the first album this year that we talked about i was not a huge fan and i really like saturation too but as i've gone back through both of them i've i don't they're both pretty rad and they are coming out with a third one in a couple weeks i'm interested for that but i have four brockhampton tracks and then kendrick uh i have five five kendrick songs yeah i think those were three of if not the hardest albums to kind of restrain myself on okay um amine was really tough dude okay so that's the thing brockhampton uh brockhampton was hard and then kendrick kendrick i took two which two did you i did dna and pride i pride is my favorite song on the album and then i wanted just like a banger i didn't pick pride so i took dna element loyalty humble and love there's the like the whole album is yeah no the chords on pride though when it comes in really really gets me um i would agree dude amine was hard because if we're not doing best it's like that album i could listen to in almost any mood and it'll never be up for any type of award like it is not 
groundbreaking by any means, but like it's really just dude, so solid all the way so through. It's so good. It's so fun. Honestly, I I put that album on a couple times just to party too, which like usually I don't think is the the way no, to go for a no. party. You put on a playlist yeah. of lots of different artists, but like you put Amina on and like people are good. People love it. So yeah, uh, I put five. Yeah, I I there. waffled between Spice Girls, Wedding Crashers, um, Red Mercedes, even though it's Ooh. not on the album. Um, and one other, uh, yellow, but man, that was tough. Yellow was, yeah, that's a tough, that, well, I did the opposite, so like, I <laughs> and I went over, so fuck it. Only by three. So, um, that, yeah, there's a lot of overlap with those three artists. What, was, what, what did you take others? from Brockhampton then? Like, what was I our, did. What was our overlap there? Gummy. Okay, I have gummy. I also put on gold, swamp, and, uh, so gold Gamba. was. Gold was from the first saturation, yeah. so I got that. Um, I was I was between Gummy, Swamp, and Junkie. Swamp was good. I thought about Junkie as yeah. well. Uh, I mean, these are my four favorites, but yeah, it's hard because that second one there's a lot of good songs. Um, what were kind of your like more mainstream ones that you you put on? Oh, so like, what did you kind of were like, uh, like? Yes, I have to put this on there. Like, yeah, it was so good. For sure. Uh, Bodak Yellow. Yes, which I think is Obviously. my favorite song of the entire year. I hope she wins best rap song. It's really good. Uh, um, Ric Flair Drip. I don't think, like, that's currently going up the charts right now. Dude. Yeah, if you haven't heard... I don't think, I don't know how popular, but it's, yeah. It's drip making its way up there. Woo! Um, I did, you know, Mask Off, but that's legitimately, like, I really like that album, and that would have been on there, regardless of popularity. Do you have any DJ Khaled? No, oh, I did, um, my song of the summer, Slide, I thought, I thought... I totally forgot about Calvin Harris on here. That would have been a big, glaring omission if my song of the summer wasn't one of my favorite 50 songs. (laughs) Wow. Not not a big summer guy. Yeah, what what was? Do you remember what you said your song of the summer was? I think and I said "Cut to the Feeling." Is it on the? Yeah, it's on. Okay. Oh, that's on on there for me too. Um, Which yeah, Carly Rae, woo, my girl. Unfor- Unforgettable is pretty popping right now. I have three songs from More Life. Yeah, but yeah, do you that. Have any? Do you have any? I have songs? I have Passion Fruit, okay. but that's kind of like, I just really like that song. Okay. Um, what were your kind of um, uh, unknown Gucci artists? Gang nearly missed the just barely missed the cut. Okay. Un- I so got, I got Gucci Gang on there and Flex Like Ooh by Lil Pump. So I got two Lil Pump songs. Uh, so some EXO Tour Life. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's on there. God, that song bangs. Um, some uh, eyebrow razors or deep cuts. Yeah, do some eyebrow razors and deep cuts because I've got a couple that I think you want to. Not that you're gonna yell at me about, but like what? <laughs> I think probably right off the bat, my most would be "98s" by Steve Lacey. Yeah, I don't even know what that song is. It just came out uh, a few weeks ago, and it's really mainly just an instrumental song. There's some backing vocals, but they're not. I mean, they're backing vocals. Uh, We've talked about Steve Lacey before, though, right? Yeah, he was on... He's uh, from he's from the internet. Um, part of the internet, and he produced some for Damn, I think. Yeah, he was on one of the songs, I yeah. think, as well. Um, okay, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
but yeah, it's basically like an instrumental, but it's super atmospheric and just kind of builds up around a pretty simple guitar riff and okay. I, it just hits a spot for me. I heard it and I was immediately like, oh, this is nice. <laughs> and uh, I've been listening to it quite consistently since then. All right, I have to go check it out. I don't think I've ever heard of that song. Uh, yeah, he was definitely on Damn. That sounds yeah. Cool. At first I was going to say he was on uh, Flower Boy, but that's He might Orange, have been. Uh, uh, Rex, Rex Orange County. Yeah. Uh, he also produced All About Me by Sid, which is another addition on my list. Okay. Um, yeah, what were some of yours in this category? So I put some grime on here. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, so I've got... Some is sort of an understatement. I got four. I got five grime songs. I've got... That's 10%. Well, not quite. It's a significant... Oh, not quite. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're down to 53 songs now. Yeah, so I've got No Security by Skepta. I've got three different Stormzy songs. And I've got a song by um, Krepton Conan called Champions League, which... I, there's a very specific mood that I get in where like all I need is grind music and it's like if you play Big for Your Boots by Stormzy it's like game over give me yeah. a couple shots and we are out we are going <laughs> Mr. Skang always makes me laugh because anytime I hear it it's yeah because I'm like partying with you and I'm like <laughs> drunk by then and all I want to is just like say Mr. Skang you yeah. know like a really dumb obnoxious English accent over and over and that's why it's in my top 53 favorite songs of the year no I do I like Won't big I like Skang. I like big for your boots and cold um yeah otherwise I think my uh kind of left field would be um I, I did put some Kalani on here, so Do You Dirty by Kalani. Yeah. I love her. That whole album is uh, amazing. It's called Sweet Sexy Savage. If you haven't listened to it, it's really awesome. Um, you put any Kami on there? I did. Oh, okay. that's a good point. So um, I put Home Movies. Yeah, I did um, Home Movies and Payload, which okay. Payload is from his yeah, EP, Superstar. Superstar. Yeah. I easily could have put <laughs> three or four Kami songs on here uh, just as like that, a, that was another one where yeah it was hard for me it, I was like, it wasn't it wasn't hard for me to choose one because that's by far my favorite yeah. song off the album but it was really hard for me to not put on um like behind the scenes uh yeah scene girl yeah scene girl the first and, four tracks and just like the white movies. limousine yeah so good. It's really good. That one was hard. And, um, I think we're going to be discussing it next episode. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't put any Knox Fortune on here, which was hard for me. And I think that was mostly, I'm just going to like sell out and be like, it was mostly due to time constraint. I did this like Sad. one run through and then didn't like finish it out. Integrity. What happened? I think I would have had uh, a Knox Fortune or song or two. Um, I did. I like, don't want to talk about it. Yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Um, I see, I see a couple on your list that hoops. That is, yeah. I and really. Hoops a shot. That's a cool album. Also, the Knee High album is cool, but yeah, didn't quite crack anything for me. The other one though, we both had. Everybody knows by Partner. Yes. I was listening to that this morning and just rocking out to the that guitar is so fun. The song Everybody Knows by Partner is amazing, dude. That whole album is great. Um. They're here. Uh, do you want to go? Buy, let's yeah, let's, let's make plans on the podcast. Just, how, how, how much are the tickets? Dude, they're cheap. I think they're like 15 bucks. 
uh, what venue? What day? I don't know. Like, I, we'll bring it up <laughs> later. But uh, I really want to go see them. They're going to be here. Uh, yeah, that album, that, that song is by far my favorite, though. Like, that whole album is good to listen to because it's like just angsty punk. Yeah. So, like, that, that song bangs. Speaking of uh, female angsty punk, I don't think I saw any priests on your list. So, that's a good point, Mark. And I saw that on your playlist, and I totally forgot that that came out this year. That, that's another early release, yeah. It came out in... Uh, February. Yeah, like, I just yeah. totally forget. Yeah, so we never talked about it on here. Um, but there, yeah, I would have put probably two. I think I would have yeah. put JJ and Appropriate. Um, yeah, I think those... Would have been two songs yeah. that I, w- I would have found someone to cut to put um, some priests on there. Um, which, if you haven't listened to Priest, I think we talked about them during our Pitchfork yeah. episode that we didn't do. So, another... Yeah, oh, um, you sh- oh, you're shredding me on the... No, 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 yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, so, in addition, because we kind of touched on culture being released earlier on, um, I think we both took T-shirt off of there. Yes. But another album that came out, I think in January, is uh, Yes Loud by No Worries. Yeah, didn't put any of that on there, but I think I would have. I didn't put Suede because that had been out for a while before that. And, but So, after Suede, it was really tough. And I ultimately picked like this over scared money okay but man that yeah i like as i was doing this i was like i think it came out this year no you're right yeah okay do you have any um do you have any cousin stiz headlock okay same I think we both have it uh do you have any uh joey badass uh rockabye baby Okay, I also put Devastated on mine. Okay. So Rock My Baby and Devastated. Gee, that's a, um, man, that's a really good album. Yeah, that's the, I think it was our first episode. Yeah. Our first legitimate Memories. episode. Yeah. Uh, that's Schoolboy ver- School Q verse, yeah. though, on Rock My Baby. It's still absolute heater. Yes, absolutely. Um, the only other song I want to like bring up that I put on here that I didn't see on yours was Lava by Flatbush Zombies. Oh. Which, uh, that song. I think rips once the guitar comes in at the end. Uh, I, just, I like it. It's I just like it. yeah. I like it a lot. Um, otherwise, yeah, I'm pretty happy with my list. I had like one um, late edition, which uh, Gucci Linen by Black Bear, which came out yesterday. <laughs> the last last minute. Um, and then, uh, do you have any like Big Sean on there? No. You need to put Bounce Back. No, I put Bounce I saw, Back on uh, mine because yeah, that's the other I wanted to kind of. That album is trash. The album is trash, but Bounce Back is one of those songs. Like anytime I hear it while I'm out, it's just like I love it. I can't. That's fine. I can't I mean, hate. Ba- I can't. Yeah, like, I kind of took an L, but to not a Bounce Back. I can't it's so fault good. you for uh, liking a song, I guess, because that song's not terrible. But yeah, it's okay. It it's just in my mind is associated with that. You don't have the Eminem and Beyonce song on there. Album. Oh, that's the joke I wanted to make. Is that it? Oh. <laughs> Walk on water fifty times. <laughs> you missed. You should have should have said it. Uh, also, another miss. We should have played some clips of these songs as we were going through. Yeah, I guess. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we yeah. Go listen. Go just follow our playlist. Don't listen that's to any true. clips. Go to the playlist. Go on Spotify. The earbuds, all one word. Check us out. Um, you have a playlist called Nick Can't Count to 50. Yep. And Mark's year end playlist. Um, oh, do you have any Future Islands? No, which troubled me to not oh, put Oh, any- another one. Thundercat? Because that was also before. 
Yeah, so I didn't have any future islands, which bothered me a little bit. Um, mine's really wrath heavy, and I think if I would have gone back, I think I would have balanced a little bit more um, as far as favorite songs of the year. Um, and no Thundercat, I kind of forgot that came out. Yeah. Which that was the one of the best concerts I've been to all year. Yeah, really we, good. Like it's we're gonna like, talk about that as well in a couple weeks. Just like best yeah. concerts we've seen, which is like not to be like a humble brag, but mostly like if that artist is coming through. They put on a hell of a show. Mm-hmm. So ghost. Also, uh, he had a tiny desk out like yeah. a month or two ago. Check that out. It's really cool. Uh, you can kind of see how talented he is, and the his backing crew is really good too. Anything else you want to discuss? Otherwise, I think it's we're. Uh, I think that's got it covered. That's pretty much it. Yeah. So go check out our favorite fifty songs of the year each. Um, it's a good playlist. Uh, I'm going to listen to this probably a bunch of times before New Year's because it seems like New Year's is always the time that you get like the top 100 countdown or like yeah. here, here's uh, a party. Like here's the best songs we've heard all year. So like listen to us first because we did. Yeah. There are, um, they're already coming out. Like I kind of did some brief research to see if I was missing it. Just like blanking on anything mm-hmm. and like top 10s and stuff. I just want to say... Rolling Stones website, I don't know if it was my computer or what, but just tanked it. It, it was unreadable. Like there's just like images dragging everywhere I'm, as I'm trying to scroll through. Just unreadable. Wow, so it's like the GOP tax plan. I, <laughs> we almost made it through a whole episode. Unreadable. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, there <no>. it is. <laughs> Triggered. <laughs> Um. Yeah, it's not. I don't know. It really bothered me. I'm just like, this is strange. But uh, there's like, we definitely have. So there's a lot of overlap between our two playlists. The overlap between kind of the top fifteen, ten of a lot of the publications in ours is not huge. Really? There's definitely. I well, mean, they probably are doing best. Yeah, there's definitely the bigger songs and stuff. But, yeah, like they're putting on T Swift, Ed Sheeran. Yeah. Brute. Like, I don't give a shit about either of them. Julia Michael. Yeah, yeah Despacito. Like, yeah. I'm not putting on Despacito. Like, yeah. that's not my favorite song of the year. I'm the one. So, like, I, barely, like, yeah. I fucking hate that song. So, that's why you should listen to these playlists because they're refreshing. Yeah. Also, quick uh, plug if you find your way to our Spotify page, um, we have a playlist up called Now Playing, which that is a working title. But it's a bunch of music that has recently come out that you will not find on New Music Friday. Um, so it's just like I don't I hate the word underground artist. Like I just I don't know what a better word is. But like just like unknown, or yeah. like not a lot of streams yet, but like good songs that we've just like found on the internet that you should be paying attention to that are recent, but you won't find them if you subscribe to New Music Friday. So check that out. Um, and we have a New Music Chicago playlist, which we haven't updated in a few weeks, but. We're um, trying to be better. But. Yeah, Mark and I are kind of just like, when we have new artists from Chicago pop up, we throw some tracks on there. So if you're from the area or you like the Chicago yeah. music scene, check that out. That one's a definite work in progress. Yeah. Exclaimer. A whip. W-I-P. Um, otherwise, I think that wraps it up. Go check out our Spotify page, follow us on Twitter, give us a review. Uh, thanks for listening. See you next month. Yeah. Peace.